I think 2023 is going to be a reckoning year for brokerages. They're going to really have to get serious about their profitability. Agents are going to have a tough time too, honestly, because agents are not only dealing with a low volume, you know, which prices isn't really what affects agent income, it's volume. And so agents are going to be making a lot less money and they're going to need to be soon contributing a lot more of their income to brokerages. And in America, we've got, interestingly enough, because the Australian model is actually the basis of what we might be looking at in terms of real estate commissions. We have a really difficult couple of lawsuits that may throw a massive wrench into our commission structure. You're listening to Elevate, the official podcast of Elite Agent for real estate industry sales professionals, property managers, and leaders. With thanks to our partner Connect Now, Elevate brings you the best tools, thinking, and strategies to elevate your results. To get access to all of Elite Agent's premium resources, including a detailed episode guide for this podcast, visit joineliteagent.com. And for more information about how Connect Now can make moving easier on your clients, visit connectnow.com.au. Here is your host, Samantha McLean. Hey, hey everyone, it's Sam here. When we talk about the biggest names in real estate, our guest today is undoubtedly one of the names at the top of that list, whether that be in his native California or around the world. He's been recognized as the best real estate agent in the US by the International Property Awards and is consistently identified as a leading agent in LA by the Wall Street Journal, The Hollywood Reporter and Variety in their annual lists. He has more than 3 billion in closed sales, is the star of two hit Netflix shows, Selling Sunset and Selling the OC, and is the founder of The Oppenheim Group. So Jason Oppenheim, welcome to the show. Thank you much. Actually, it's not just welcome to Australia, but welcome to Australia because you're actually in Australia right now, aren't you? Yes, I'm in Sydney, actually, at a listing that I'm about to check out after this interview. Nice. And what do you think of Australia so far? Is this your first time? No, I was here about 10 years ago to check out Melbourne and Sydney, and I'm back to both. I was in Melbourne a few days ago and now a week in Sydney. How does Sydney compare to the city that you're used to, which is Los Angeles? It's more beautiful. Sydney's certainly one of the most beautiful places I've ever been. There's some things I love about LA though, you know, as well. The real estate is different too, because you've got so much on the water here. We have views of the city lights, but you have views of the harbor, the bridge, the opera house, the water, the green mountains. I'm actually looking at them right now. So you're getting the view of the house, but I'm looking yeah. at the harbor. Yeah, there are some spectacular views in Sydney. Actually, we've had a real estate show here for the last couple of years called Lux Listing Sydney, which showcases a lot of the harbour. Have you had a chance to, to yeah, watch Yeah, I did that? check out a little bit of that, actually. I think those guys, re- here, let me show you what I'm looking at right here. I don't know if it's over, too overexposed, but it's pretty. Yeah, this is on the yeah. market for $55 million right now. Oh, just small change. Yeah, well, there's a lot of land. I don't know if you can seal that land, but I think you're paying for the land. Yeah, yeah, definitely. But yeah, I checked it out. I think they actually reached out to me before the show started, just to ask me a couple of questions. And then I did check a little bit of it out. In fact, on one episode, I saw an auction, which I know you guys do here. So quite interesting. And that was my first foray into seeing what that would look like. Yeah. Well, it's interesting, actually, because I've been to Inman and things a few times. And I know that auctions aren't a huge thing in America. Do you think it could take off? Yes, I think it makes sense. I really do. You guys don't just do an auction. 
I know that you do like a lot of marketing before the auction, a lot of homes close before the auction. And then even sometimes after the auction, you make some deals with the people that were bidding. I actually think it makes a lot of sense. It gives a little something of a time constraint on things. And I also think it allows the seller to really get an idea of what his house is worth. I think it's a nice way of showing the seller, you know, a little dose of reality. Yeah, it is very interesting. Although as a recent real estate buyer, it, I had a couple of auction experiences where I missed out and it was kind of fraught. <laughs> like, you know, I think, you know, it's really good for the vendor when you're Well, but we have multiple offers, which is our multiple offer situations are equally difficult and frustrating for the buyer. In fact, arguably more so in some ways, because you don't know what the other buyers are offering, at least with the auction process, you know, it's very transparent and you know what's going on. So if you miss out, it's your fault, you know, on the auction process, but with multiple offers, yeah, you could step up and you have just no idea what other people are doing. Yeah. Interesting. So you're on hand to lend your support to an Australian fountain startup that you've been using over in America called 1060. For those of you that are listening that don't know what it is, it's a short form social network app for real estate agents. Can you tell me a bit about your role as an ambassador in that and how it works for you? Sure. Yeah, that's part of the reason I'm out here actually in Australia because the founder, Matthew, is Australian. And the app is, I think, started out in Australia. Now it's doing very well and expanding quite well in, in America, especially in the luxury markets, in the luxury space, which is where I do a lot of my business. It's a short form video app. So it's really, I think, the next phase of real estate marketing because, you know, we've been using photos for a while. Sometimes photos can be a bit of a catfish, both on Instagram, but also in real estate. So this short form video, I think it's just very organic. It's very real. You really get a sense of scale and flow. And with iPhones these days, I mean, everyone basically can create videos. It's not like this app wouldn't have made sense 20 years ago, but now everyone's got a video in their pocket all day long. And, you know, it puts buyers and agents together, you know, in discourse. And I think it's more fun. I appreciate watching a short video of a property more than photos. I think it's just a more real explanation of the house. So yeah, I, I decided, you know, I've been pretty careful about who I partner with and there's a lot out there in the space. It gets a little muddy, but I thought this one stood out and impressed me. Yeah. One of the cool things that I've noticed about the app is that people can talk to agents in real time. Have you found that useful so far? Well, I'm getting now most of my listings are up on there. Sometimes I take, you know, organic videos myself when I'm walking through a property. Sometimes we have professional videographers take the videos and then we put them up. But yeah, I mean, I'm trying to make a point of myself and all my agents getting our listings up there because I think it's got a lot of people on the app now, but I just think it's going to grow exponentially. So I think it's important to kind of be the, one of the first. Yeah, amazing. So you've been on two very successful shows, Selling Sunset and Selling VOC. I've talked to the guys at Lux Listings and they say it's done a lot for their actual real estate careers. Like they're getting a lot of inquiries from overseas and things like that. What have the shows done for your career? Both shows, I think, have been a benefit to my career as well in many different areas. I mean, it's great for our sellers because we're really able to get, you know, a ton of publicity that you would never be able to buy the type of outreach that we're able to get on social media, on the website, I mean, really in just so many ways. We're able to get a lot of agents and 
brokers up to our open houses and our broker opens on Caravan. I get calls as well from people that know me from the show. You know, I really want to expand into Southern California. We have a new office in Newport Beach, which is the focus of selling the OC. Help me recruit you know, some great agents. And I think it's a good dynamic. And I think people are excited about being on the show too, many of the agents. So I think it also helps them, which you know, also in turn helps me. Have there been any downsides at all? Very few. I mean, it's mostly all upside, I think. You know, I guess sometimes it can be a bit much when you're out. You know, you're maybe just trying to have a dinner and people want to take photos, that type of thing. But overall, I mean, it's been great financially. It's been great professionally. It's been great socially. I think it's been very fun for me to go through this with my family and my close friends who are, you know, colleagues on the show. It's nice to see them, you know, attain success financially and professionally. So, no, I'd say overall it's been pretty awesome. Amazing. And so 2022 has been a tougher year here in real estate than 2021. 2021 was a bit crazy and a bit of an outlier and all of that sort of thing here. And I believe in the US you experienced similar conditions. But -hmm. things have kind of slowed down here with rising interest rates and inflation and things like that. What's the outlook for the US market in 2023? That's interesting that you followed a very similar course that we did. Our 2021 and 2022 were very similar. 2023, I think, is shaping up just to be a bit of stability. I don't think it's going to be a buyer's market. I don't think it's going to be a seller's market. I think it's going to be a healthy market. We're going to see a little bit more, you know, rebalancing. Interest rates are certainly higher, but I think we're coming off of those highs. I think we're coming off of the inflationary highs. We're probably getting back to like a more normal homeostasis, something that I think is capable of lasting a few years, probably, again, a healthy rebalance for the market. Unfortunately, I think we're probably going to see a very low volume, a significant decrease in volume in 2023, which isn't good for real estate agents. And it's really not good for the market either. That's probably the one thing where I have some concern is that a lot of sellers just don't want to sell because they've got great existing rates. Buyers, I think, are going to start coming back, but it won't be that frenzy that we saw in 2021 and early 2022. And I think because of that frenzy, I think a lot of buyers who would have been buying, let's say, in 2023 or 2024, already purchased. So we might just have a pretty slow, you know, couple of years before we can get back to a normal trading volume. Well, it's interesting, I guess, because, you know, like we've seen a lot of the firms in the US, they've laid off staff over the last couple of months and particularly even some of the prop tech companies had layoffs. What do you think, and I know you've had some thoughts on various companies over in the US as well, but what do you think good looks like in a real estate business leading into 2023? What do I think good looks like? Yeah. Setting yourself apart from the competition and making sure that your business is viable for the future. Well, I think, you know, and I've made this comment before, but I think the brokerage model is pretty dead right now. It's on life support. I think that agents have had a great run of unbelievable splits from brokerages, you know, as the brokerage model has kind of battled itself down to the bottom to unsustainable levels. So I think what we're going to see is just like we're seeing a recalibration and a rebalancing in real estate, we're going to see the same recalibration as it relates to brokers and agents, where agents are going to start seeing 60, 40 splits, maybe as good as 70, 30 splits but we're not going to see the 80-20, 90-10 splits that we saw before. And I think that's going to hopefully breathe some life back into the brokerage model because I think that's a very healthy and necessary aspect of real estate. I think that agents 
thrive and do much better with brokers behind them, with large brokerages behind them, like Compass, Sotheby's, Coldwell Banker, whatever it is. I don't know what they are out here. But that, I think 2023 is going to be a reckoning year for brokerages. They're going to really have to get serious about their profitability. Agents are going to have a tough time too, honestly, because agents are not only dealing with a low volume, you know, which prices isn't really what affects agent income, it's volume. And so agents are going to be making a lot less money and they're going to need to be soon contributing a lot more of their income to brokerages. And in America, we've got, interestingly enough, because the Australian model is actually the basis of what we might be looking at in terms of real estate commissions. We have a really difficult couple of lawsuits that may throw a massive wrench into our commission structure. We may end up looking a lot more like the Australian model, which essentially is no commission for the buyer's agent. I mean, I know that you have buyer advocates, but I believe that less than, you know, maybe five or 10% of your buyers actually use them. So if we end up like your model, we're probably going to go from, I think we have maybe 1.5 million active real estate agents. It's probably going to cut in half. We're going to see half a million real estate agents unemployed and leaving the industry at best. So we have an unbelievably interesting 2023 in terms of the recalibration of the brokerage model and the idea that we may end up losing half of our commissions. Yeah, that sounds like it's going to be very chaotic for you guys next year. So, yeah. all right. My one final question is lots of people at this time set goals and make New Year's resolutions and things like that. Are you a New Year's resolution kind of guy? Yes and no. I'm not a really goal-oriented person. You know, I just like to work hard at everything I do and things generally just work out. So my goals are more focused on happiness, you know, and quality of life. So yeah, I'll probably have a nice conversation with my brother where we kind of think about what our goals are for 2023. And I'm sure that will end up being, you know, just focusing on family and friends and success for those around us and maybe a little bit more travel and overall just making sure that we have a really healthy and happy 2023. Yeah. Amazing. Well, Jason, it's been wonderful to meet you and chat to you this morning, and I do hope that you enjoy the rest of your time in Australia. If there was one final thing or one final piece of advice that you'd like to leave Australian agents with, what would it be? Oh, it's so hard for me to do that. Maybe that both real estate agents in America and real estate agents in Australia have a lot to learn from each other. I met an agent actually when I was swimming in a pool at my hotel in Melbourne and must have talked to him for two hours. You know, I learned a ton and I think he did as well. And, and it's interesting because there's so many similarities. You're, you're still selling land and selling real estate and selling views and selling location, selling school districts, whatever it is, such a symbiotic kind of relationship between all agents across the world. So for me, it's always just really fun learning about how it's done in other countries. And I hope that agents in Australia, you know, learn a little bit about how we market and how we sell properties. Amazing. Jason Oppenheim, thank you so much. Thank you. We hope you enjoyed this episode of the Elevate podcast. With thanks to connectnow.com.au. Don't forget to get access to all of Elite Agents' premium resources, including a detailed episode guide for this podcast. Visit joineliteagent.com. 